and welcome to Beyond the Venue podcast. I'm your host, MG the Venue Specialist, and today I am joined by yoga teacher and my friend, Alyssa Martin. How's it going, Alyssa? It's great. It's great. Excited to have you here today, and especially on a Wednesday because we practice together uh, yoga classes, what, almost every Wednesday during the pandemic. So that is how we met. Um, I I have been practicing at Wake Up Yoga. Um, geez, I think. Ooh, I, w- I want to say I, f- I originally found the Fairmount location when I was in grad school. So like in the 2009 to 2011 era and I lived in Northern Liberties at the time and would bike over to the Fairmount location and just really enjoyed no matter what instructor was teaching that class. I, I just really enjoyed all of them. And so when I would move to South Philly, in 2011 started going to the South Philly location and kind of the same story and you know working in the beer industry I decided that I'm like you know what I have to pick a day and just dedicate so I became like a regular I think it was Stephanie's 6 p.m Monday night class that like I'm gonna stick with this and over time uh as I started you know MG the venue specialist uh, I think Karina, the, the owner of Wake Up, had reached out to me and said, you know what, we we really don't use our Rittenhouse space, yeah. uh, except obviously when we're teaching classes, but it could be such a, a cool event space, you know, and so finally connected and you were the office manager for, um, or the general manager for all three locations. And so you and I were communicating via email and finally got to meet face-to-face in January of 2020, where I signed up for a practice and got to see uh, the Rittenhouse location as a venue. Everything was wonderful. It was so great to finally meet you. And so that's where we first connected. And then (laughs) (laughs) pre-pandemic, I remember I was walking through Center City. I think I was on another venue tour and get this email from Karina that she had made the very difficult decision to close all of the Wake Up Yoga Studios at the end of April, thinking like, okay, this is the worst thing that's going to happen. 2020. Oh my God. Right. (laughs) And so that was not correct. So I was super excited that Karina did decide to purchase Zoom move all the instructors over, kind of figure everything out. So, you know, right out of the gate, what what was that transition like? Because, you know, not only are you finding out like, okay, essentially my position is being eliminated and now it's kind of like, what, what was, you know, even pre-pandemic, that short little, like what was February even like for you? So huge transition. Um, we had talked about it for a while. What, you know, can we do to not close we want to do everything we can do not to close and it was just me and her you know me and Karina working as a team and getting our little bits of insight um so we we tried everything and that was when we were like we need to get this Rittenhouse beautiful location you know marketed and out there you know oh wait MG just started this business um perfect she's here all the time let's connect we'll practice some yoga um and so once we realized that wasn't, you know, even enough and that wasn't going to do it. Yeah. We, we realized we had to dissolve. So once that came about, we did what we had to do. We, we just ha- kind of hankered down and you did what needed to be done without really thinking, you know, about 
all of the other things we've already tried. We did it. So now we need to do, what do we need to do to close? So in my mind in February, I'm applying to every studio <laughs> in the city. I don't know what to do. I've been here before where I am about to have no job. Um, I've one time, you know, for the first time straight out of college, quit my job and had no job. I've been here before. I know how to quickly act. Um, I'm never someone who stays still. So I was okay with the process. And I knew I had Karina um, who knows so many people. And I knew no matter what, you know, we'd be working and, and figure it out. So once that all happened and we announced the shutdown, I'm like, okay, next thing's work. What can I do for work? Um, that kind of got set aside once I realized we have enough time to, I have enough time to find work and we have till April at that time it was February to close. So let me focus on closing. So it was nice to train my focus on closing. And at the same time, I'm taking my yoga certification training. So I had a lot going on. Um, and then, yeah, we, the pandemic hit and that actually, like you said, my job title went out the window. It wasn't only that I was losing a job. What I was doing didn't even exist anymore. I was now a computer tech. <laughs> <laughs> my new job was to figure out how to get teachers to teach a class through a computer screen, get it uploaded to masses or get it to reach some people, at least the, to the community who we needed to serve right then in that moment who was locked in at home. Um, I remember during the last day of my certification, my training for my 200 hour yoga training, me and Karina, we had other people in one room, like writing the letter about how we're going to close the studios, but keep teaching uh, as far as we said we'd go, you know, mm -hmm. until we were going to close. So we were still going to close in April. And then, um, so that transition was insane. So I ended up working from home all the time, even though it was just me and Karina in the studio, but I was at home on my couch with my makeshift desk, doing everything I need to do to get the process to be smooth for the teachers to teach their classes, for the students to get their class, the link to them or whatever it was at the time. It's, so, it's such an involved process. Oh my God. And the we back end, of course. So many different, you know, uh, platforms. We, I remember we didn't try Zoom right away. I can't even think of all of the names and different I, things. Cause it was through mind body. Was right? that what it was and trying to so, like well, live yeah. stream and I, yeah. So one part of it was through mind body. You'd sign up through mind body. And then we're like, well, how do we, you know, actually screen and get these classes on there? So how do we actually record or even just, you know, get it through a, a camera? So we were like, let's Skype. We know about Skype. So I remember that I think that was the first one we, we went to. And then we hear everyone moving to Zoom. So we're like, I remember in the middle of one of Karina's classes, we were like, this isn't working, we're getting on Zoom. And we everyone migrated to this other platform. And that was it from there. We just kept using Zoom, but again, using Mind, mind Body, because then at one point, Mind Body, you know, creates their own live stream platform. We tried that for like, I think like two weeks and we were like, it's too early. It's not working out for us. We went back, like it was just insane. So I definitely went from a general manager for three yoga studios to an online tech, trying to just make sure everything's fluid. At the same time, I'm coming out of this enormous transformation of doing my yoga um, training, my 200 hour training with Karina. So, I mean, I was, I was hand in hand always with Karina working and having a mentor and learning and teach and just so much going on. So 
yeah, at the time I, I wasn't actually teaching yoga. Um, I didn't feel ready. I had just started. I maybe subbed a few classes in the studio, but I was just the general manager of the studio then. And you did so much. You did so much. <laughs> and, and so when, when was your yoga certification complete? Um, because I know that's when I, I started taking uh, your Wednesday class yeah. and I know it had to have been early on. So yeah, like so Mayish at the at the May. latest. So was it May? Yeah. Um. So my training wrapped up in March. It actually literally the last weekend we were all together in a group was the the weekend before shutdown. I can okay. remember the sixteenth and seventeenth, maybe the fifteenth and sixth. I just remember those dates. The fourteenth was a Saturday. Fourteenth. So it was the fourteenth and fifteenth because they were announcing the shutdowns on like that Tuesday or Monday. So I remember we were like, "This is the last." We also need to shut down the studio. So not only were we wrapping up our certification, we I needed to also pivot and work on shutting down the studio, canceling people's classes, like notifying the world. <laughs> so um, then we went to online classes, and you know, not everyone could teach online. It wasn't easy for all of the teachers who were on the schedule to make that pivot and to have a space to be able to teach. Um, we were offering the studio space for a little bit um, and people could come record there, but then there was like sound issues and just so many things traveling, um, excuse me, things that people, you know, they don't even wanna leave their house. You weren't supposed to. So um, it was tough. So we definitely had a whole shift in our schedule and we try to keep it as simple as possible for all of us, mix of live stream and recording classes. Um, and we didn't even have the thought of having outdoor classes at the moment because at the time no one could be near each other. Yeah, um, that that early onset, it was where it was terrifying to go to the grocery store. That's when everything was because we just it was it was a state of panic for a while, um, yeah. which it I'm, I'm glad that so many people are that cautious, though. You know, it was nice to at least do everything that you could. It's like, OK, I am. I am doing the best thing for society by staying home and wearing a mask when I go out. And um, here we are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, 13 <laughs> months later. <laughs> 60. Um, almost. <laughs> but yeah, so we were only online then. And um, then, you know, a, a class came up Wednesday at noon. And we were like, that's a great time to have class. We need to have a class, but we didn't have a teacher. And um, at the time I wasn't offering myself up, but um, you know, we were like, that's a good class for you. Just get started. It's the middle of the week. Like it's only an hour. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'll do it. Cause that's what I love. I love even practicing in the middle of the, or like the, a midday practice. So I was like, all right, let's do it. So we started it and um, I made my own space. I mean, I, we probably, you probably see my whole apartment at this point. <laughs> my own um studio well you probably see my entire house at this point because of all the different spaces uh throughout the house I would have to go for certain for certain reasons things. and certain <laughs> things or you know trying to avoid the dog crawling underneath me while I'm in downward facing dog and um you know and you you even went on vacation with me <laughs> Yes. You you got to, <laughs> I got yes. to practice with you a couple times when I was in Maine and oh, nice. um but you know it wasn't it wasn't just you know getting to see each other's houses but you know sharing this collective trauma together was such an an interesting experience because you know all right we're starting with the pandemic and now we're going into social justice and now we're going into the election and just kind of all of these 
it it's crazy because you wouldn't think of your yoga class as a place that you would kind of have either you know venting your frustrations or you know mm-hmm. laughing trying to you know laugh about good things and you know it was because our class was so small it was just a couple of us that it was a really nice just talking about it for a couple minutes because since you know I feel like uh, you know all these oh man I'll, I'll never forget our January 6th class like <laughs> all excited about the uh the the Georgia the Georgia senatorial runoff and you know I I signed off a yoga and I just remember yelling at my husband you know is there good news you know what's isn't it and he's like uh there's something else happening right now and it's just kind of been insane of it's like I feel like you and I've it's been like that one place of like having these insane conversations but just for a couple minutes be- which is just perfect because yeah we're ruining it, the mood <laughs> it's exhausting to have these conversations kind of over and over in different places and kind of not being able to walk away when you've had enough that it's you know we'll talk about it for maybe two or three minutes at the beginning of class and then okay let's get into it and then you're kind of in a good, putting yourself in a good headspace. Yeah. Um. So I, I just very appreciative to have had that, and you know, in in February it made the most sense. So I'm ass- assuming in January you were reflecting and uh, needed to say goodbye to the Wednesday class on February, which ended up working out for me because you know Wednesdays are podcast days for me. So there we go. It's, it's a, it's a different kind of conversation. So I, I love that we're recording on a Wednesday, but what was that kind of process for you? And I, I know you're teaching at several other studios and you you've been doing some in-person classes. Are you, are you still doing virtual? What was, what was kind of like, well, one, the process of taking on new jobs, um, this past year and then how did that kind of ultimately lead you to the decision to to fade out the Wednesday class in February yeah so um yeah to touch on all of that we definitely started the class together at a crazy time and we knew everything was a crazy time because every day was a crazy time and and it's deemed you know very um it's not you know highly talked about it's not a good thing to publicly talk about politics, publicly talk about what's going on, especially in a yoga class. You know, you want to keep it comfortable. You want people to feel like they're in their own space, but it's hard not to talk about those things when it's happening in front of you, thrown at you. And there's nothing you can do besides watch your television anyway, because we're stuck at home. Um, So it was very easy um, for me to be able to touch on things Um, but not go too deeply, but I want us to all kind of share any uncomfortability you have right now in the world um, and then bring it to the practice because that's what exactly we need to work on right now. I don't know what else we would need to work on. We have no other option. So it was really nice to have that intimate class with everyone. And I would always look forward to it, even if it was just you who showed up, even if we had four other people and I didn't even realize, like, you know, I didn't know. It was nice to uh, have that open door. But um, yeah, I mean, this whole year was about one door closing and the other one opening because once wake up did finally completely dissolve, we got rid of the brick and mortars and then um, did finally shut down the business in June. So that 
whole pivot, June was just a giant month of pivoting. You know, I kept that one Wednesday class. I kept two classes. I kept a Wednesday and a Monday. And I had wake up yoga people come with me. And, you know, sometimes my own friends or people would come in and it was nice to have that going. Um, so at the same time, though, I lost my general manager job and it was devastating because that was my dream job to work as a general manager at a yoga studio. I didn't know what to do, but I knew I wanted to keep doing that. So I knew it wasn't the time to look for a type of job like that. So I was able to just kind of get what I could at the moment and um, then start working at this acupuncture office just for a little bit. That was kind of like a side gig as I was trying to keep teaching and keep, you know, going with my yoga career during this pandemic. It was difficult not to have get people in one space um, in order to really make a living and make some money. Um, so what else can I do? So, I mean, I'm so thankful for my community and my support that I had because they, people would reach out to me for things. And that was kind of how I kept revving and kept going. I had a friend who's into oils. So um, essential oils, uh, which is a big thing with yoga. You know, a lot of people um, drawn to that because the aromas of the oils can really enhance certain feelings in certain um, areas of the body. If you, you know, are stretching that, um, you know, doing the right thing, doing the right poses. So we did a collaborative workshop and it went pretty well. And it was just cool to think about, um, okay, cool. I can do this yoga thing. Um, even if we're not in person and in studio, you know, we can try to figure it out. Wasn't making millions obviously, but it was nice. To know. <laughs> you're giving me, you're giving me uh, fond memories of I, I think now I'm realizing like one of the biggest things I miss about in-person yoga classes is when the instructor says like, I have an essential oil, like this is what I'm using today. Um, you know, You're like hey, hand on your belly if you want, you know, this essential. Yeah. And so when, when they, when the instructors would rub their hands in and then they do the, the shoulder press, the, uh, the adjustment and it's, you know, and then, you know, if it, I would only turn it to, I cannot stand patchouli. <laughs> so if, if that was one of the terms listed, I would, I would refuse, but yeah. very lucky that none of my uh, teachers at, at wake up were <laughs> using that. And it just would smell so good. And it's, it was not only do I love that adjustment at the end, but you're kind of left with that, that smell. And this, yeah. I came to my mat today, you know, this kind of self-gratitude and you know gratitude for you know what you did for yourself that day so that that is the number one thing I miss about in-person classes for sure I say that all the time like oh I can't wait to put my hands on you guys <laughs> you know that shavasana shoulder press is just it's something else you know it's now you really appreciate it in a different way but uh, man, yeah, so I got started with my friend on doing stuff like that. And then I just have friends in other places that was just great. It really helped me out. So I that, um, uh, oh, I can never remember all of the comedians, but I remember getting on this one Instagram and I was able to get on this, uh, you know, comedians Instagram. And oh, was, were you on so, Jimmy, Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon? I always want to say Kimmel, but it's Colbert. That's who it was. You were on Steve. That's right. You, I completely yes. forgot about that. That's right. You were, so you have a friend that uh, works for the Stephen Colbert show. Yes. I have a yeah. And I saw that on Instagram after the fact. I'm like, what? I know. You got to teach a yoga class live on Stephen Colbert. Exactly. But his Instagram. So not the show. I won't, you know, I won't, <laughs> not, not that <laughs> it's a little different. 
a little different, but I don't care. I was so appreciative. I'd only been teaching for not even a year at that point. Um, it was like sometime in the late summer. And it was so exciting to me just to be able to get yoga to people that I've never you know, met or seen before. Cause that's just like the whole goal is to keep spreading this mindfulness awareness practice. I don't care you know, what I'm on. <laughs> so that was really cool because it opened a couple other doors. So I got to you know, do some corporate yoga from there. Um, and you know, you're, you just having that on your Instagram looks nice. So, um, so yes, I'm big on Instagram. It's easy to talk to people and navigate and, um, any social media, but, um, uh, there's just so many things that have happened. So anyway, I'm at this acupuncture job. I knew it wasn't for me, but it was keeping me going. Well, of course, someone who is at works at the, the chiropractor who works at the acupuncture, who also, you know, practices his own thing. Um, teaches Tai Chi at this yoga studio while well, the yoga studio is looking for yoga substitutes for their classes. <laughs> hey, so, hello. I'm over I'm here. Thank you. I'm like, oh my God. Um, I don't even let, like, let me just do some digging. Cause you know, you can't just kind of like walk into a studio and be like, hire me, you know, do you fit me? Do I fit you? Of can course. we see if this works out? Can I take some of your classes? So I'm like, you know, doing what I need to do and You're doing your research. You got it. You got to do your homework. Yeah, and I absolutely fell in love with this place, Lumos Yoga and Bar. Um, so in Fairmount, I can never leave my home in Fairmount, um, even though I live in South Philly. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I do love it over there. Um, so yeah, I, I now teach there. So that's what happened. I end up teaching there, getting a class on right away. We stick. Like uh, the students there, a lot of them came from Wake Up. They're right around the corner. Um, so they stuck to me. I stuck to them. And that probably lasted a couple months until the next shutdown. So. Yeah, the, the mid-November shutdown 2.0, because I know you were just getting, you'd been rocking and rolling with your different classes and yeah. so your own classes. You had other studios you were teaching for. Things are starting to happen in person for you. And so you were doing a hybrid of virtual and in-person events. Yeah. And then, okay, gyms, gyms are once again closed because I, I understand why they did it. Um, you know, heading into the holidays, they were just putting serious restrictions yeah. on everyone. Yeah. It, it just, you know, it shut down all my events. So I had clients that were supposed to get married in November or then December that we had to reschedule them as well. Yeah. So I remember talking about that too. Yeah. <laughs> we want to talk about it on Wednesday. <laughs> it didn't interrupt us at all. <laughs> it was just like, oh my God, I just built this following. You, oh my God, you finally like booked these in-person events. Like it's exciting. And then here we go again. And only, it felt like only part of the country was getting this, you know, hit, getting this feeling so you know it felt a little miserable in um getting into the winter but um yeah you know I we, we kept looking up that we kept practicing so that was nice so then at the time um you know we pivot onto live stream at the studio which was fine we knew what we had to do what we got to do um and then yeah come 2021 we open up in studio again so um I I forgot to slip in there at some point um I did start working or teaching at City Fitness that's, that's right I knew there were a couple other places yeah. we've been teaching like, well, I teach a lot more than just that yeah City Fitness um which is cool so that was another pivot where I had to keep pausing and restarting um but I teach three classes there at all three different three different gyms and that's another fun sector of teaching yoga for me um in a gym compared to like a studio catered to people who like to practice that 
Um, so I've had all these different now in this one year experiences teaching yoga. I'm like, well, I want my dream job of general, general managing, um, a studio. So I'm not going to give up. I, I did not give up. And I kept putting in my boss's ear, Jess at Lumos, like hire me. I will like, I will do anything you need to get this studio going, you know, even in this time. And she trusted me and she hired me. And so- so now I teach tons of classes a week. I think I teach five classes a week and um, between the studio and the gym and I general manage Lumos. So it's great. Super exciting. And where is that? Where is uh, Lumos located in Fairmount? It's on 2001 Green Street. So it's okay. 20th and Green Street. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Isn't that where the green room is? Do you do you? Yes. Do- do you, right practice, do you practice yoga and then go get your citywide um, afterwards? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> is, that, is that bar still open? It is. And they have a whole outdoor space. So they hooked it up over there. <laughs> they have good margaritas just in case anyone thought they just had beer. <laughs> Interesting. Well, I just yeah. got vaccinated this week. So uh, second half. Yay! I know. You, did you get dose number one this week? I just got dose number one. Yep. How are you feeling? Feeling great. Arm was sore for a few days, um, but I feel good. Yeah, I feel. Um, I got the Pfizer, so I feel like that's same. What you get, and then depends on like your symptoms. So I feel good. <laughs> did you? Uh, where did you go for yours? So um, my my boss at Lumos was very adamant of just updating everyone on uh, appointments at this pharmacy nearby, literally the Fairmount Pharmacy. Um, oh, okay, great. And um, she just was so good about it because you really have to take agency on this. You know, it's not something that's- Oh, you ha- it's amazing like, how proactive we have to be. We have to. So she did the work for us, which was so nice because I don't think a lot of people have that. Um, and I signed myself right up and I they had it at like the church across the street. I The people were beyond nice and it was great. Yeah. That's great awesome. Student. Yeah. Yeah, I got a link for, uh, had a friend that shared a link for Walgreens. And so signed oh. up for an appointment through that. So it's, I I had a, a girlfriend of mine who made this massive spreadsheet of all the different places, opportunities, because she was calling like crazy. Um, she was focusing more on getting on a wait list because she wasn't going to categorize until like, I think two, like she, you know, works remotely and is young and and very healthy Mm -hmm. and so um she has uh, like one of her best friends is insistent on still doing an indoor wedding uh I think in like mid or late May and so she was very adamant about getting one of the like thawed like getting on a wait list or you know showing up somewhere where she didn't need an appointment but it was like uh we're gonna throw this away unless we stick this in someone's arm right now so um, she ended up going to our home state of Maryland at a place that they kind of like kept calling her and said like, okay, you're up. And she's like, well, I'm a couple hours away. So she ended up being able to like send six or eight of her family members of like, I can't be there, but like, can my parents go? Can my yeah. aunt and uncle go? And so she yeah. finally she grabbed her husband and said, we're spending the day in Maryland. Cause I think we could get a phone call at any minute. So right. Um, Wow. It's, and I'm really excited to see that they just made the announcement that April 19th, everybody is, is el- eligible because it's, we are not going to discuss right. <laughs> this vaccine rollout has been 
I, this would have been an appropriate Wednesday conversation. Uh, talk about it for two minutes and then everybody, uh, everybody in child's pose. Um, so, you know, we're, it's, it's April now. I, I think by the time your, your episode comes out, it is going to be in May. Um, I'd love to know what your thoughts are on kind of like how the rest of 2021 is going to look for you. You know, now you're the, you've got your dream job again. Yeah. You're uh, the general manager yeah. of a yoga studio in Fairmount. Um, do they have other locations? Are they looking to expand? Do you have no clue? What, um, and like, what kind of other opportunities do you think you might be working towards uh, throughout the rest of the year? Yeah. So, um, I mean, I just want to, the studio to thrive. So I'm kind of looking at it as my baby. Um, since we've been coming out of like such a just turmoil, really, um, I just wouldn't see what I can do to get some classes in, feel out what people are into. Right now, we have um, we're planning our outdoor classes. So we have now are officially like outdoor classes. <laughs> That's just what Philadelphia is now. It's so funny how this has happened, but um, we figure it out. You know, we all adapt. Um, so we use the spring gardens, which is on, it's between 18 and 19th, um, and between like Green Street and I want to I think it's like Fairmount, but it's these beautiful gardens and, um, you know, people grow stuff there and then there's basketball and baseball, uh, fields like across the way. So it's beautiful and it's walking distance from the studio. So, you know, right now we're just planning on all these outdoor events and workshops and pop-up classes. Um, but yeah, specifically my goal for myself is just to, you know, get in there more. I just want to do more there. Um, I love the amount of classes I'm teaching now. So I want to hopefully keep it like stable. I always have a tendency to pick up a little more than I can handle. Um, but I- Entrepreneurs I, never do that. We never, <laughs> we never there. take on more than we can handle oh. ever. And I'll be exhausted. And it's just like, why am I so tired? Oh, because you just don't have it stopped. Like, chill. <laughs> so I, I, you know, a little bit of the pandemic, like the force of staying home really allowed me to forcibly have that space that I've been craving, but that never make for myself. So now that I can make my own schedule, do what I need to do here, because I still work from home with this, the studio stuff, but then teaching, you know, I got to pick what time my classes are each week at the gym and at the studio. So it feels good to be able to have agency over my life and my work um, and then have this space to do stuff like this, chat with my friend with their, on their podcast, pick up a class to sub, uh, walk a dog. Sometimes I'll do that. Like it's really nice to have this um, restart button almost where I didn't have a choice of what to do after becoming a yoga teacher, but now um, I'm giving all the, get, given all the choices. I feel like everything's kind of at your disposal right now, obviously being smart with the whole, you know, virus going on, but it's nice. Um, the only thing I can't wait for is to travel more. So I really do. Yeah, I was going to ask, cause you did a lot of beach escapes. Cause I know yeah. you have family that has, uh, I think some of your family members have shore houses. And so I know you would uh, teach a couple <laughs> classes from down the shore. So lovely to have you just in my pocket. Um, <laughs> <laughs> take MG everywhere. Yeah, no, my sister and her brother, her brother, my brother-in-law and my, and my sister have a shore house. They went to Florida for a month. So I love to travel, like not even just going coast to coast, but like, you know, I, I really do like to get out there. And um, now that I'm in like my adult years and want to do that, um, I'm ready to, but it sucks with the, you know, everything going on. But 
hopefully being vaccinated, I can do that more and feel more comfortable than coming back to work. Hopefully people com feel comfortable with me doing that. So that's what I want to do. I want to travel, teach and work. And I want everyone and myself to feel comfortable. So that's, yeah, that's my goal for 2021. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I can't, uh, my husband and I are constantly talking about like where we're going to go, when we can go. And they're good at the little drive escapes. I, it's, you know, 2020 really gave me a deep appreciation for nature that I never had before because we're such, we're bar people. Like we love going and sitting at a bar, like even if it's a restaurant that has a bar, we love sitting at the bar, talking with the bartender, um, especially when we travel to other cities because, you know, that's where you're getting suggestions of where else to go and just having some you know, and when you're talking with the bartender, that's how you end up talking with other people at the bar. Yeah, and right. I, I have a really hard time. Like I will try and make smart decisions about not inserting myself in other people's conversations. And so it's, I, you could, you could just see the look on my husband's face. I was like, she's going to say something, just, <laughs> just let them have their conversation. I was like, but I just, I have so much to say. And so it, it's, um, I think I'm, I'm very, very good about keeping to myself in those situations when I'm here in Philly, but I think when we travel, it's, you know, a way to talk to a stranger, but I like to pride myself on knowing when, if I am going to say something and they like they're if, judging by their reaction, are they like, oh yeah, we would love to have a conversation with these, this crazy couple from Philly or this is an AB conversation. So, yeah, um, yeah. it's, uh, you know, but I, like. we, we miss, miss conversations with strangers. It's, yeah, <laughs> sure. I mean, it's interesting when people even engage with you today. And cause I still will throw comments out there. If I'm walking and I see something crazy, I will say something under my mask and the person doesn't know if I'm talking to them because I have a, something covering my face. And so I love the people who do encourage, engage in it. Cause I'm like, yeah, we're all human. So whoever wants to answer can answer I'm just talking. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if it has anything whatsoever to, to do with being an only child, but I, no, it's, I bet you it goes back to astrology and whatever your sign is. I know. What's your sign? Pisces. Pisces. Okay. So I love swimming and <laughs> that's, I, I know that's the one thing that rings true is I absolutely love swimming. Well, I'm a Scorpio or a water sign as well. I do love swimming. <laughs> but, I can't, that's, that's one of my top priorities of the summer is to do a lot of swimming. Oh, I love that. Good. Yeah. yeah. Cool. I bought a bunch of like mix and match like swimsuit tops and bottoms from yeah. Target uh, mm -hmm. on sale at the end of the season last year. So, so I'm ready. Feel ready. Yeah. I'm ready to go. Um, you know, you get those chaturanga arms ready oh, to show off that <laughs> I have so I um I have kept up with uh, uh Felicia's 9:30 a.m. Friday class. Oh, that's so, so good. And she I kept uprising. I just saw Yes, that. and I just saw that on Instagram. So I I have been taking Felicia's Friday morning class for at least four years. I don't I don't think I was doing it prior to that, but I changed jobs in March of 2017. And I think it was around that time that I started taking her class at Wake Up South. Mm -hmm. 
on Friday mornings and then just like stuck with it and would alter my work schedule around that. And so I think, I think when they went virtual, she, that wasn't one of the classes. Like, I think I had to take a pause on it. Um, cause I think that that class did not start up automatically when wake up went virtual. And so once she added that back in, it was like, okay, Wednesday, Friday yoga classes, this right. is set. And then I would do strength training yeah. virtually Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. And like, that's, that's, that's right. pretty much been my schedule for a year. <laughs> nice. That's a really solid schedule too. Um, wow. That's great. I think we practice. So after meeting you, we practiced together a few times, just like Mm -hmm. accidentally it was so nice to see you in class I'm like oh hi welcome down to South Philly and then it's like oh yeah you live down here (laughs) I I think it was Felicia's class too it probably Um, was because that was I would definitely fill in um like that was my regular class and if I needed like you know if it it kind of worked out in my schedule to attend other classes throughout the week I totally would because I live so close and so with the wake up spaces, um, I was so glad to see that I, I guess the company uprising, uh, has taken over. So it'll be like yoga, I guess. And more, I'm not, I haven't looked into what all of their offerings are, but I know Maggie yeah, it, originally was teaching, teaching yeah. there. And I was also super excited to see the gorgeous Rittenhouse studio space got taken over by Maha yoga, which is another um, studio that I have friends that, that, uh, teach there. And so is there anything that's happening with the wake up Fairmount space? Has anyone taken over? Are you guys trying to put that out in the universe that (laughs) that space is available? Yeah. Um, And that was the home studio, the Fairmount location. So beautiful. Um, No. So I have no idea. I don't know what's going on with that location. I'm sure I would know of something if someone was moving in there or any studio. I know we were talking in the works with like a, stu- a studio to come see it and check it out right before the shutdown. Nothing happened. So I don't know. I don't know. I hope it's, it's only a yoga studio can go there. So I don't know. We'll see who it yeah, is. Yeah, the way that it's set up. Yeah. Um, so one of the questions that I, I would just love to know that I've, I've never stopped to ask any one of my yoga teachers, how do you put your classes together? That it totally blows me away that you know, whether it's an hour, hour and 15 minute class that you have it memorized the flow that you're, that you're doing. And it somehow magically ends on time. And I, you know, I just kind of zone out and do what I'm told. Mm -hmm. And how, how do you put your classes together? Like, how do, how do you just do this so flawlessly? (laughs) So it does take 200 hours of training. <laughs> but um, yeah, and a quick bit, it, um, so the class we know is broken down. For us, it's broken down into sections. Um, and I can only speak to what I know. So I've learned a vinyasa training. That's the lineage I come from. Um, it's a mix of Hindu and Buddhism. There's so many different types of lineages of yoga and they all structure their own sequences very differently. So I'm only speaking from a vinyasa point of view. Um, and how we do it is we look at starting with small movements. So that's why I usually start on the floor. We start with small movements and we warm up the body. And um, that includes, um, it's the six motions of the spine. So we have to get in the stretching one way and the stretching the other way. We gotta get in the twist. And um, 
then that's pretty much it with the the very beginning and then you move into your cat cow so then you start to move into the bigger movement start to get in more of the body so if you notice that it's kind of get gradual um and then we always begin with like our, our lunging series so we open the hips first and then um you know, that can look like so many different things. You won't even know probably when it begins and when it ends, which is nice. So you always start with that and that can include it, even the arms, it can include other things, but you always have to start with the lunging series. And then you move into sections called SMA, SMB. Um, and these all, again, like de all depending on how you teach your class and how you want to sequence it, it depends on wherever you want to fit those in. So the, the SNA will usually include like your warrior ones, your warrior twos, um, you'll get a, a bunch of vinyasas in there, you'll really warm up the body. And then you get into your SNB, which is where you chat get into your more challenging poses of balancing, you know, maybe um, e eagle pose or half moon. So of course, this isn't answering your timing question, but I'm just trying to explain how it's all broken down. We know as a teacher um, that the beginning of that warm up all the way at the end of that lunging series. So before you get into the bigger movements, it should be about 20, 25 minutes. You know that in your head. Um, you're not counting down each five minutes, but you know each section um, probably takes five to 10 minutes, like going from the stretches, doing the cat-cow. Um, and it all depends on you and what you want to like have linger on. Because a lot of times um, in the beginning of a class, you know, you really want to get grounded. You might really need to get your students grounded. There's a lot going on in the world or in their minds. So you might have that first pose, like a heart bench or child's pose longer than what a normal three to five minutes would be. You might want it to be, be 10 minutes because you might want to have a lot to say that will help people kind of focus on being present in that moment. You know, in other areas, you might want to um, focus on hips that day. So you don't talk a lot there and you do all different types of lunges. So it really depends on then what, how long you stay in one thing, then how quicker the other things might be. Um, but yeah, all in all, we know the beginning's 20 minutes. After that, it's like, you, to me, I see it as like a 15, 15, 15 block. If we're looking at like an hour class, um, so it does, I hope that answers. No, that does. That does. That's that's a great. That's a great answer. Like that makes so much sense. And it's one thing is you have to leave five minutes for shavasana, no matter what. If that means going over class, then you go over class. <laughs> it's and I and that has been a very common question, kind of at the. I know that's happened sometimes either at the beginning of class or towards the end of class it's you know we're we're going to be a little over so if you need to go I completely understand just make sure that um you know and the instructor will say okay you know go into shavasana now the rest of you you know legs up the wall or shoulder stand and and yeah. then we'll we'll go into final resting pose so I I do appreciate the explanation and I you know and envisioning like that's that's the exact sequence and structure of yeah. every class especially during the the pandemic like I, I don't even remember the before times of no, right? what classes were like, like just very distant memory but I, I did want to ask you about your your playlists are you getting to come up with like new playlists uh for your in-person classes because I know that that was the one thing that with recorded classes the music does not come through zoom at all and so you know, even if it's a situation of where you're sharing your sound from your computer, you ultimately want to hear the instructor's voice or the teacher's voice and not um, 
the, the music is is kind of like an afterthought. So I have always used um, a playlist with my own Bluetooth speaker uh, to, to have my own music while I'm on mute. And I know we had a couple botched yeah. experiments, which okay. I, it was so funny because I had, had done one of your recordings and <laughs> at towards the end, I think you were trying to play a playlist for Shavasana. And I think it was while I was in Maine too. Um, <laughs> that it just was coming across like so clunky and just was not registering and I I know you really wanted to play this song for us and I, I so in the recording I hear my voice uh Alyssa <laughs> it's, not it's, it's, it's not working I a for effort but so I'm just dying laughing while I'm supposed to be in Shavasana hearing my own voice in your class recording and I but that that really was the theme of like our time together and practicing together and it, it's just it, it was just so wonderful having you as as a friend and a teacher this past year during the most roller coaster of all roller coasters right. of years so um so that's the question I wanted to ask you today Alyssa is your favorite venue uh it doesn't have to be a yoga studio it can be anywhere in the world um you know and also past present future or even uh, a memory uh, of a venue that you hold dear um so I didn't necessarily nail down a specific venue more of uh like a time and place but um like the one thing I, I miss the most is concerts that's the one thing yes. um, I just love a good a concert I mean it doesn't even have to be a good concert I don't even have to need to know who's on the stage the atmosphere and the energy at a concert is like my number one just ultimate time thing especially because I love the summertime so my venue choice in my head is um the Penn's Landing during the summer oh okay okay miss that like having the river behind you the sun setting and I always remember there being sand I don't know why there was sand over there there I'm like they must have put this here for us sublime or whoever was playing um but it was I just have this memory of it like you know, consecutive years in a row going to the summer concert. And it was just, I just miss it. So that's the venue. My Did you, cause the Roots Picnic used to be there. I know yeah. that's, that's the only concert I think I've ever been to there. And, but that was when I lived in Northern Liberties over 10 years ago, like when I was in grad school. So, cause I think they, they moved the Roots Picnic to the Man Center. Um, right which that, that's another one of my favorite music venues um, with the beautiful skyline and stuff for the city. It so, but hopefully, hopefully concerts are, are coming back soon, especially the outdoor ones over the summer. I totally know what you mean. No, we just want to be smart and they could do it. I was supposed to see the weekend in 2020. So my goal now this, this year, even next year, I'm okay with that, um, is seeing the weekend. So <laughs> <laughs> I hope that that happens for you. I'm, I'm cheering for you. Well, Alyssa, can you let our listeners know how they can follow you or any sort of like class schedules where you're, where you're teaching? Um, so Instagram, website, all that good stuff. Yeah, my Instagram is La Luna List. So L A L U N A List, L Y S S. Um, and then, yeah, you, if you want to find, you know, where I'm teaching or whatever I'm doing, what I'm up to, um, you can find me at mindfullist.com. So it's mindful and then M I N D f u l and then list l y s s so there's two l's two s's and if you just go to mindfullist.com which is on my instagram 
um, you can see where I teach, how to sign up and um, how to connect with me. Yay. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much. It was exciting to, you know, get the band back together on a Wednesday. And um, I, uh, maybe I'll go practice after this, get those, you know, get those hip stretches in there. Uh, So thank you so much for, for joining me today. Listeners, thank you for tuning in. Follow Beyond the Venue on Instagram, as well as find us on all of your favorite streaming platforms. Have a great rest of your day.